doing well isn't good enough anymore in fashion. Customers, investors, and employees all expect companies today to be good corporate citizens, taking environmental, social, and governance issues into account as vital components of their businesses. Today, we're going to explore how one industry leader is juggling those priorities. Welcome to WWD Voices, where we share the latest fashion, apparel, and retail industry insights. Welcome to WWD Voices. Uh, I'm Arthur Zakowitz, and I'm joined here with co-host Evan Clark. Today, as part of the Retail's Responsible Reset series, sponsored by Accenture, We'll be speaking with Thomas Berry, who is Director of Sustainable Business at the online luxury fashion platform Farfetch. He's going to help us parse profit and purpose. Welcome, Tom. Thanks very much, Arthur. Good to be here. So, yeah, thanks for being with us, Tom. Uh, so there's a lot of ways to talk about what it means to be a good corporate citizen in fashion today. People talk about being ethical and responsible or eco-friendly and sustainable. The Wall Street types use the umbrella term ESG, which covers environmental, social, and governance concerns. How, how much does it matter how we talk about all this? Are these terms confusing or are they just kind of different lenses on one complex issue? Yeah, look, it's a, it's a great question. In, in lots of ways, it doesn't really matter because they are all talking around the same or very similar Issues. I mean, I've been in what I, what I call sustainability circles for the last twenty years, and and in that time, you know, it's kind of the movement around different words has changed. You know, kind of when I started, it was the kind of common corporate term was corporate social responsibility. But um, yeah, it's definitely moved. I, I, I guess it does matter when it comes to consumers. You know, and I know we'll talk about this a bit later, but. I do think consumers get a bit confused and the, the kind of simpler or more straightforward we can be for them, the better, because that will enable better choices in my view. But um, yeah, apart from that, they, they all broadly talk about the same thing. I think uh, different people would include different issues underneath each of those terms, which is where the, the kind of nuance comes. Right. But it, it's, a, it's a complex world. You need to kind of, it, there's lots of moving parts. Um, Let's talk about ESG. And I don't love acronyms. There's just too much room for confusion. But I, I think the, uh, the term ESG does kind of get at a bunch of the key themes there. So I just want to kind of go through each one of the, you know, and, and touch on a, a point on each one of those kind of larger terms at, from what you're doing at Farfetch. So let's start with environmental. How, how does Farfetch approach the, how are you kind of, you know, raising the bar on the environment. Yeah, of course. Look, I mean, I, I like ESG as well. It um, tends to be an investor-focused term, but it does cover, it very clearly spells out environment, social, and governance, like key, three key issues, which some of the other terms don't necessarily spell it out, even though they're, off, they're often included. Um, I mean, it might, might be worth starting by just talking about Farfetch and how it operates, just to put the kind of environmental work in, in context. We, as Arthur said, we're a, we're a platform, the platform for the luxury industry, and that means by our nature we're an, an enabler. So mo most people will know us for our marketplace. You know the 
the the fashion marketplace which serves consumers around the world connects connecting them to 1400 boutiques and brands but we also then have a num- number of other elements to the kind of platform um offering which we have so we have a, a set of what we call enterprise solutions far-fetched platform solutions and our digital um retail solutions which is effectively a, a set of solutions which we offer to other retailers and brands in the industry you know at its core kind of e-commerce and and other uh, offerings and then we have a, a brand platform so um back in 20, 2019 we bought ngg which is a group which nurtures which brand uh, brands and this uh this week we launched a, a new brand with them um in there was one so yeah there's a number of different elements to the platform in terms of how we then tackle sustainability, it's it's a platform sustainability strategy. So we we're an enabler of change as a platform, and so the idea behind our sustainability strategy, which we call Positively Farfetch, was about enabling positive change and enabling all of the different communities that we serve through our platform. So brands, boutiques, uh, consumers, um, the kind of representatives of the industry we enable all of those different communities to think act and choose positively so long introduction but that's kind of it it frames i think an important element of how we think about sustainability so we don't think about it as oh there's a bunch of environmental and social stuff we need to do on the side of our business the sustainability strategy is a platform focused strategy so on the environment Sorry, I haven't gone. No, 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 no. So, so it's something. So it's embedded in. It's not something that you're you're sort of layering on top of a business. It's embedded in how you do business. So, as you see, because you, it's, it's a lot of ways. It's a as a platform, Farfetch is a facilitator. You have boutiques on one side, customers on the other. So, how does that? Can you give like a specific example of how you're? You know how envi- how you can nudge along the cause of an, an envir- environmental cause in there. Yeah, of course. Cool. So we, you know, we have um, our key direct environmental um, impact areas. The, the kind of core ones. One is around climate change, um, partly because the Farfetch model is around shipping things around the world. So we, um, you know, we've we've set clear target to be climate positive by 2030 and are working to reduce that impact so it's kind of in terms of how we operate Uh, a lot of that we can do through our boutique and and brand network so they are the ones who are shipping directly we can help them in terms of reducing um, emissions associated with logistics and distribution but we also can influence the other big bits of our um, impact, which is in terms of the brands that we, the NGG brands that we make, so the kind of manufacturing supply chains built into that, those um, targets, the brands, we own a retailer called Browns in London, the brands that we buy. So there's a number of different ways in which we have to look at driving carbon reductions. We as a, as a company made a commitment to neutralize all carbon emissions associated with logistics and delivery so we made a customer promise basically that all of the deliveries would be carbon neutral we call it climate conscious delivery um and that 
it's not a kind of consumer choice. It's just something which they they get, and we um, tell them about when they're buying buying the product. So, so when people are using Farfetch, they know that you have an eye on the big kind of um, global global warming climate change picture. So that maybe just another kind of point in there. Another hot topic in the industry is is waste and reducing waste. How, how, how that you guys work in that area too? Could you kind of flesh that out for us? Yeah, cool. Like the one of the uh, core visions that Jose had when he formed Farfetch was about this idea of better matching supply and demand in the industry. You know, he he recognized that there was this mismatch in supply and demand. So that's been a core part of Farfetch. Um ever since it was formed and that's a big driver of waste in the industry but we also do a number of other things we've we on the waste side we falls mainly under what we call our circular pillar and we've made a commitment to be more circular than linear by 2030 and there's a there's a bunch of things which we do under that one of the core things in fashion one of the key issues is about the fact that the clothing utilization has decreased and clothing production has gone up and so the, one of the ways which you can tackle that is about helping people extend the life of clothes. So helping get unused clothes out of people's wardrobes and either they use them more themselves or they pass them on to be used. And we've launched a number of services. So we have a resale service called Farfetch Second Life, which is live in over 30 countries now. And we have um, a repair service if people want to have something which they love and just want to fix up um, which again is live globally. And we also have a donation service. So if they just want to clear out, you know, people have wardrobe clear outs, but often not in not often enough or um, don't have an incentive to do it and to look after their clothes, we offer a kind of elevated donation service where they can send in a bag of clothes and half of the money gets the kind of sale of those clothes get sold. Half of the money um, comes back to them in far-fetch credit and half goes to their chosen charity. Tom, Tom you, you said... Um... I'm sorry, Tom, you said something at the beginning I thought was really interesting. You used the word CSR, like that was the original, you know, corporate. So, and and I, I think back on those days, and it was, um, it used to be a three ring binder that sat on the shelf behind. And that was, you know, that's our, that's our policy on CSR. So what you're talking about is completely different. This is like integrated into every aspect of the business, right? Yeah. And that's why I don't, I don't like about the term CSR. Some people still use it. And actually, they talk about all of these. The things, the kind of things which I'm talking about, but there's no CSR is kind of like it's the things you do to feel responsible after you've run your business. Effectively, right. you, know, you do what you're doing to run your business, and then you do the things which you feel responsible for. Whereas sustainability or sustainable business for me is about combining how can we drive business success, like how can we um, deliver either cost reduction or um, customer growth or reduce risk whilst also delivering better social or environmental outcomes. That's the core to sustainable business for me and, and all the things which I've talked about. So the, you know, the climate change work, we, the more we focus on efficiencies and um, lower carbon delivery methods, A, customers will like it. They're increasingly demanding it. Our boutique customers, our boutique partners will want it. They they want more efficient delivery. We drive lower cost in that for both us and our partners. There's less packaging, you know, there's less packaging waste. There's there's just so many multiple business benefits in addition to the kind of environmental benefit of carbon climate change. Same thing on the services side, you know, the 
circularity piece of work, all of those services, which I described, the resale service, the donation service, they all designed to help us drive better customer loyalty, better customer engagement, new, you know, new sales that people get credits for selling their handbags or donating that it drives people back to the platform, hopefully to buy from the better range of products that we have, you know, to more sustainable range of products that we have. So kind of good for business, good for the planet or good for the world. Um, all right. So that really covers a, a couple of the moving parts on the E part of ESG. What about social? What's the focus there? Yeah. So there's a couple of, a couple of pieces. We have um, another, we've got these four big goals and the two are covered on those environmental side. The other two are really fall under. So sure, one of them crosses over, but the one of the, that goal that crosses over is what we call um, conscious. And we've made a commitment that all um, product sales through Farfetch by 2030 will be, will be classified as conscious. And that's really about um, choice and transparency. And in the fashion industry, that tends to be focused on transparency around how and what products are made of and, and big, the big issues in the fashion industry are still um, social as well as environmental. So that, that kind of conscious um, goal covers us driving more sales of products which meet good social human rights, labor standards um, criteria, as well as good environmental kind of material certification. So is it, you know, organic material or recycled material and then animal welfare. So that kind of transparency piece, you know, helping consumers make better choices, I would, I would put under that social um, side. And then the other, the other piece, the other big goal that we have under our positively far-fetched strategy is to be more inclusive. So, um, or be a leader in conscious inclusion. And, you know, that's about being a better representative of all um, groups within society, both within Farfetch, you know, kind of enabling a really inclusive culture and workforce within Farfetch, but also in the fashion industry, you know, where this we're a platform for so many brands, so many boutiques, so many different parts of the fashion, luxury fashion industry. We we can and should be a, rep- a kind of representative for all, you know, and, and if, in lots of ways do do things which other groups can't do for more underrepresented groups in that society. So, yeah, we have kind of two core areas. They're great of kind of delivering that. The, um, you know, we had really great, great, you know, the, we have a black, <laughs> black owned brands kind of edit and set of projects and work to support those kind of um, uh, businesses. And we saw great growth in those again last year same thing you know it's kind of it's linked to what we want to try and be and do as a business it's partly a social impact area but it's partly because we know it's what um, consumers are increasingly concerned and and care about right so um uh, on both the social side and the environmental side you're kind of looking out and looking at the world and trying to help helping consumers making these decisions of uh, the corporate governance piece really is kind of a more of a looking within, right? So, so if you're, you, you're going to be a good corporate citizen, you also have to kind of figure out where your own organization is and how you meet various benchmarks. What's the, before we move on to a broader discussion, just what's the, how do, how does Farfetch, how do you think about that at Farfetch? 
Yeah, so I mean, governance is obviously a key part of any company anyway, and um, the the governance in ESG tends to be relatively specific on a, on a few metrics around how you're structured, what your kind of policies are, um, and I and I guess the key things which you know to highlight the kind of things which we've done on on that one is um, last year we formed an ESG committee on at the board level, so kind of at that the most senior level in the in the company, we now have a, have a committee um, which gives oversight to all of the ESG issues. So it's a kind of it's a good um, oversight body at that really senior level. Ensures we we're covering everything which we would need to um, in all in all of the different areas. Um, and then the second thing is we we published um, our first ESG report, which I guess on the you know it's to do with like being more transparent about the kind of key metrics we're working towards, the key material issues that we're tackling in ESG, and particularly for investors. You know, it's kind of, it's been, it's always, it's been around for a long time, like ethical investing or ESG investing, but it's at, it's really boomed recently and, and investors are increasingly interested in what companies um, are doing in this area. And so having a really clear, transparent report um on key metrics um which investors can then understand your your business against on esg um is absolutely key so yeah there's two right. things which we've done which kind of fall into that governance bucket so taken all together that's exhausting that's a huge that's a huge job there's lots of moving parts and 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 there's a lot of landmines in there kind of every step along the way as you're as you're thinking about this, and obviously you think very holistically and very deeply about about all of this, um, and there's a lot of competing agendas here. While you know, in the meantime, running a business that makes money and makes shareholders happy and all all that kind of stuff. How do you uh, how do you manage those competing priorities? Yeah, I think um, you know I've been in I've been in businesses in the in the past where um, and and worked with a lot of different businesses where sustainability uh, tends to be a whole list of different topics which you kind of just I mean partly driven by that responsibility agenda because it's like well oh, we we're responsible for all sorts of things and we ought to be doing good in lots of different areas. And it becomes a bit, you know, a bit of that like unwieldy set of things which you is hard to hard to prioritize. But that, you know, that's the strategy which we have is four key pillars. And fundamentally it's it's kind of um four key metrics of success. You know, that's what we're managing to, which is, you know, as from a from a business perspective, relatively straightforward. I mean, they're they're complex how you get to those metrics but they they're like north stars for so on climate it's climate positive and therefore we have to have really good measures of what our climate emissions are um as regularly as we can across you know kind of the different scale internally but also the scope one two and three and climate change if you've ever heard that term before so we've got a kind of really clear target on that we've got a really clear target on on circularity um, being more circular than linear, and that's measured. You know, it's on units which we handle as a as a business, and a business is used to measuring units. We just measure it, and you know, we look at it in a slightly different way. We're looking at the number of products that we sell, which are circular, and the number of service 
units that we service through those services and measuring those. We want we want the circular ones to be bigger than the kind of linear ones. Um, and then on the conscious side, you know, it's it's a sales tie, it's GTV of conscious products. So we have to have really clear criteria about what a conscious conscious product is, and we've defined that in the public domain. We communicate that to our partners and our brands, but we've got one really clear target right. on that. So you know, there's we just have a set of quite few clear targets, which just really helps with the prioritization because then you can say, well, look, is this going to move? The needle on any one of those, like any one initiative, is it going to move the needle on those? It's a, it, there's so many good things you can do in sustainability. Right. But you've got, yeah, you're, so you're measuring along uh, different vectors and, and following that. So I'm a skeptic at, by profession and, and uh, at heart. And uh, you, you've got a lot of, you guys clearly, Farfetch, this is baked into what you're doing. I think a lot of companies, especially more established companies, have have had profit and growth at the center of their core for so long, and now they're kind of, you know, trying to make this switch. Um, you see, you've worked in this area for a long time, and you see a lot of other companies that are on the platform. I mean, how would we? Can you? How would you characterize the progress of? the fashion industry in this area, in this kind of corporate citizenship, ESG, environmental, you know, whatever, however you want to say it, how's the industry doing and where does it, where does it really need to improve the most? Yeah, Alex, uh, great question. I guess, you know, I've only been in the fashion industry for the last uh, three and a half years. So since I've been at Farfetch, so um, yeah, it's, it's relatively new to me in, in that time. Um, but I've seen enormous change that in a really positive way, generally across industry, so beyond fashion industry, but specifically in the fashion industry, it feels like the last 18 months to two years has seen a, like, a huge increase in both commitment to and actually action on some kind of core sustainability issues in fashion. But that um, that's not to say that it's it's kind of, it's got it sorted. Like there's still a long way to go. It's a really, it's a huge industry. It's a very polluting um, industry. There uh, are kind of ingrained problems within it around um, production, overproduction, but also some just the, the lack of transparency in in the supply chain, and that leading to you know problems from a you know kind of social perspective so they those hasn't been solved like there's been massive action i guess in the last 18 months to two years and you know real leadership from some of the brands i mean you know we to meet our conscious target you know we we're dependent on brands we can we can do some of that ourselves <laughs> we launched this the there was one uh just last week and that's a you know at its core it's a it's a brand which you know is designed to be long-lasting essentials for the you know kind of staple in your wardrobe, but it's also built with kind of sustainability at its heart. So that's a brand doing it. You know we've done that. There are so many other brands who have doing you know making great progress. But that's but that's just the kind of the the world of, I mean it's a small part of the world, right? So if everybody's not roaming in the same direction on a on a global basis across several other industries i i think like what's the point 
I mean, it has to be everyone, everybody has to be all in, right? Yeah, you, you can only, there's no one business brand product that can ever be sustainable on its own. Sustainability fundamentally is about a system and is the system which you're operating in with sustainable. And there's multiple systems in the world. So, you know, you kind of, you do need the the industry as a whole to move. But that's why I think Farfetch is, you know, it's why I was excited to join Farfetch. I was excited and been excited in it because we are a platform. So hopefully we can be a really powerful enabler. Not we can't solve all of the problems. Like we're not, we're not but, close. But to you sound this bit. But um, yeah, you sound optimistic. Are you optimistic over the future? Yeah, I am. I really am. Like I not always <laughs> when I'm reading, <laughs> reading particularly some of the latest Depressing, yeah. climate um, climate science. But um, yeah, I think uh, you you kind of have to be. And I think you know the world. <laughs> The world generally, and particularly industry, that's why, again, why I like working in industry is I feel like it can be really innovative and um, can change quite rapidly. And it feels like, you know, that's why I'm optimistic about fashion, because it feels like it has taken just a fundamental shift in the last 18 months to two years, which is quite, um, it's quite new. And, you know, it took the food industry, I guess, was it is probably ahead of where fashion was and but it was you know it's taken a long time for it to get there and it's been talked about in food for a long time and yeah it feels like the fashion industry has the potential to move in some ways a bit quicker so yeah i'm, I'm really hopeful that it that it can well, well thanks for joining us today um Evan, do you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, no. I mean, I think uh this has been really really great, Tom, and thanks for uh kind of letting us into the world here and uh it's 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 heartening to hear uh so, you know, the world's not perfect, but there seems to be a, a lot of movement on uh, a lot of fronts right now. Tom, any closing thoughts from you? No, look, uh like the, one of the things which I think is really positive which the industry is moving, but I guess that from the data which we've seen, the cons consumers are moving. You know, the, we've seen we saw growth last year in our conscious um, collection, sales of that conscious collection outpaced the growth of Farfetch. Farfetch is a fast-growing business. Sales of that conscious collection outpaced the growth of Farfetch by three and a half times. Amazing. So it's like that. that that's partly supply-driven. You know, it's the brands who are coming to the market, but it's partly demand-driven. You know, consumers are looking for it they're engaging it we saw on the services side we saw you know 500 percent growth there were small services but massive growth in the engagement in those resale services you know uh, donation services and repair services so it's kind of it definitely is like you consumers engaging in it more than i've more than i've seen before in kind of again in my kind of sustainability career so it is really positive from that perspective because it will take you know, it's not just going to be a few people in business doing it. Right. Consumers need to, to engage. Well, thank you um, again. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in. Um, we'll have more episodes down the road with um, a variety of topics and uh, executives. Uh, thank you to Accenture for uh, supporting us in this, uh, in this series. Have a great day. Ready, reset, grow. Accenture helps retailers around the globe embrace change to seize the future. Learn about the five imperatives of retail's responsible reset and how leading retailers are partnering with Accenture. 
at Accenture.com forward slash retail.